Yo, 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 this is Chris Blair. How you guys doing? Just sitting back, um, enjoying some breakfast here during the Golden Week holiday. Now, guys are probably, what is the Golden Week holiday? Well, um, it's a 10, well, first of all, the way Golden Week normally works is, is a long weekend of like three or four days. In, this is a this is a yearly thing in Japan. It's called Golden Week. It's a long weekend of three or four days, and then like two or three days of work days, and there's another long weekend of three or four days. And because of the way the national holidays line up, like there's all sorts of like different holidays that are in this period. So what happens is, you know, it just works out that way. There's always a, there's always some variance, but there's a long weekend followed by another long weekend. In between, there's two or three days of actual work days, and sometimes you'll have a weird thing like like a like a Tuesday, Wednesday work day and then say Tuesday and Wednesday work day and then the Thursday off and then a Friday work day and then another like following long weekend anyway but a lot of people take the holidays off during that period and they take take a break from their their right they just use their their paid holidays and they take the whole thing off well this year uh no this is breakfast uh oh Clayton you're having you're having lunch Clayton says you're having he's having lunch so anyway um what happens though is um a lot of people take a long vacation, but this year, Japan government did something really it's unprecedented. They've never done this before. This is it's only a one-time deal. Um, there's a change of emperor, right? So the current emperor is retiring, and you know, he's, he's quite old, and, and, and his son, the prince, is now becoming the new emperor, and, and this is a celebrate of that, that event. Um, in Japan, they obviously, Japan's now a democracy, and the, the whole imperial system is... is just a symbol, right? It's a historical thing, right? But they still revere the emperor and as, as, as someone who's elite, right? Japan decided to make a, a one-year declaration that the normal work days in between, on the, on, on the, on, on the, in between those holidays are now special holiday for this, this year and this year only. So this results in a 10 day i mean i'm not kidding 10 days banking's closed down postal services closed down this is the, the since i've been in japan this is and i've been in japan for 20 years this is by far the longest holiday period ever um every year there's the six day shutdown at, at uh, new year's which starts around the 20 the 28th and then ends on the, f- the third or the fourth um every year yeah the fourth every year sorry that's that's the only long holiday we have all year. The rest of the times, I mean, people take their own holidays, but I mean, it, the rest of the system, the the government, like the banking and the and all this stuff, everything's open year round, except for New Year's. And so this year is really, really bizarre because I mean, it's like ten days. We're literally, it's like ATMs, of course, are open, but I'm talking about like you can't go to the normal bank and do bank, you know, bank transfers. You can't. Uh, you know, po- no, no post office service. I mean, it's just, it's bizarre. But anyway, it's pretty cool. Um, just been spending a lot of time, you know, doing some work and, and you know, meeting up with people and keeping busy during the holiday season here. And I, I wanted to talk about something that's, that's happening, and that is, and I wanted to talk about this in advance. And now I know it's it's May, right? So people are not thinking. You're probably not thinking about late June, July, and August yet. Okay. Um, but I wanted to put out this video early to get you guys thinking about this, okay? So, every year, 
and it starts really towards late June, but every year, July and August and early September, e-com sellers are out there complaining that their their business is bad. Okay, you will see this every single year. Oh my God, I can't make sales. The cost for conversions going up. Facebook ads are not performing. This is this is this is the. I mean, God damn! I just ugh, it drives me insane. I'm sorry. I'm getting a little bit, little bit uh, riled up here because. The number one biggest mistake that people make in this e-com world, right? This is, and I've been seeing this since 2012. I've been around since 2012, 13, 14, so, but 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, right? This is my eighth year. Every time sales goes down, the masses jump and accuse Facebook ads. Oh, Facebook ads not performing, just some bad algorithm change and etc 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 guys think about this right so facebook's announced that they're going to be making this change to cbo thing right the cbo all cbo in september which I, by the way i doubt they're going to make that deadline every time facebook made an announcement on something happening they're always several months past the deadline for whatever reasons right anyway they when they got rid of custom you know scraping custom audiences they they announced it they about a month out they said we're, we're going to outlaw this get prepared if you're not you shouldn't be doing this anymore there's been numerous big changes that Facebook has made, and every single time, it just doesn't happen like this. It's not some quick, massive thing that just happens. There's not some. There's, Facebook's not changing their algorithm all the time. Yes, they're making little tweaks to the ads manager, make adding functionality, and, and etc. That happens a lot, but some sort of major algorithm change that affects your ad performance. These don't happen as often as people think they are and they're always announced but yet if you were in the, if you're in these Shopify Facebook groups you think that there's a freaking algorithm change every single week and that is just not the truth the truth is the market is fluid okay we are not in a stable market the competition's always changing what product will sell now may not sell tomorrow because of more competition or whatever because you're not creative with your ad creatives you're not creative with your targeting right you're not 90 guys I've done co private coaching for years guys and I'm telling you when some signs up for coaching a lot of people sign up for coaching say well suddenly I'm not making my business has gone down I need some help and and I'm telling you okay I'm just trying to think of one case I can't even think of one case where I couldn't you know say wait a minute actually no it's you not adjusting right 99.99% of the time when I look at someone's business I realize the problem is not Facebook. The problem is this person's not adjusting to the fluid market, to changing market. There's not. They're not adapting. And it thinks that the that that's the thing about this business is because it the barrier to entry to join an open up Shopify store is low, right? You need twenty thirty dollars to open a store, right? So basically anyone can open a Shopify store tomorrow, right? So the competition is always increasing, things are always changing, and people are not innovating fast enough right they're not you know and and people set up ads and they expect the ads to just continue to run and yeah okay they're doing great and no facebook always facebook favors new content so you got to be constantly adding new ad sets which is something i teach in my course about how you launch these ad sets you let them run you look at the you look at the last few days of results you kill them and you're constantly feeding that campaign with new ad sets new ad sets it's really critically important right 
never seen it slow down in the summer or actually any time. Um, and I know your niche, Ed, and I know your niche is actually great in the summer. So, okay, so let me go talk about the summer downtime and just talk about how, how to overcome that, okay? All right, so what's going on in summer? Let, first of all, let's get into the mentality of your potential customer, right? This is the most important thing, right? To truly understand what your customer, who your customer is, okay? All right. Your customer is not, for at least in most marketplaces, there are different marketplaces, but I would say in, in general marketplaces, your customer has a finite amount of discretionary funds that they can use, right? So they have their rent, right? They get their paycheck, they have their rent, they have their, their savings for their retirement, they have money to spend on food, they have money to spend on their kids with education or whatever, right? They have, they have fixed costs and then they are stuck with this amount of money that they can use for discretionary funds, okay? So, all right, so you're competing to get those discretionary funds that they can spend. All right. Now, what happens in the summer? People want to go to the beach. They start to go to barbecue. They're saving money for that August vacation they might get if they get their time off of work, right? So even in July, they start saving for that August vacation. Okay, so they're less likely to buy some random product that's presented to them on Facebook or Pinterest or any social media app. Actually, whatever that comes to an ad, they're less inclined to buy. That's the reality. But I've got good news for you. And here's the good news: is this. How do you take something? Get to this, and, and to reach this, reach this um, conclusion, you got to ask yourself the question: Okay, so how do I take a person who's less inclined to buy because they got le- they have they have money they want to spend on vacation or whatever? barbecues, whatever. How do I take that person from being not inclined to buy to motivated to buy? How do I move the pendulum? How do I move that motivation? Okay? You move them by creating a need. Creating a need. Okay. So, you start to ask, so that way, way, that's how you do it. So now you ask yourself this. You ask yourself, okay, in the summer, given the niche that I'm in, whether you're in the beer niche, you're in the cat niche, the, the underwater basketball niche, the scuba diving niche, whatever niche it is, what products or services, by the way, it, some people watching this video, when I, when I made my Econ Vantage course of Mastermind, most people I work with are selling physical products, but guys, I've had several people join my course of Mastermind who are in service-based businesses, and they said the training applies to them, even though I never designed it that way, okay? What product or service can I offer that they must use in the summer? When the fall rolls around, it's no longer useful. Period. So last year, for example, our best-selling item was flip-flops in the summer. Flip-flops. I'm going to sell flip-flops again this year. Okay. And I'm out looking for, I'm thinking of other summer items, right? Flip-flops, guys. Okay, so... Why flip-flops? Well, flip-flops are things that they're going to wear to the barbecue. They're going to wear walking around the street. They're going to wear to the beach. And then when the fall rolls around, they're not going to need them anymore. So I created the urgency by offering them a summer item. 
And I've got some other cool summer islands that I'm gonna keep more secret because, because I want to keep them secret. Anyway, so you you gotta think if you think in those terms, you can come up with an offer that will convert all summer long, and you can totally change the pendulum and make summer a very profitable time of year. Okay, here we go. He goes, I spent 3K on ads. I'm assuming Facebook ads. Um, and I can't get them to convert. Yet Google Shopping works well for me. Try testing different videos. Okay, so Google Shopping and Google and Facebook ads are, or ads in general are different. Um, the reason why Michael, Mitchell, sorry, Mitchell, is that, think about this, right? People who go to Google Shopping, they're raising their hand and saying, I want to buy something. So they're proactively searching. Okay, they're actively searching. And the thing about Google Shopping, Google Shopping is great for one source, right, one channel. But it's really hard to scale Google Shopping big, right? I mean, it can be done. Don't wrong. I know people have done it, but it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's one source. It's like a sales channel. To really scale big, you need ads. But what converts with Google Shopping, what converts with Amazon is often different than what converts through a paid ad with social media because it's just a different type of person, right? It's a different type of, type of offer. Right? Someone goes to Amazon and they're practically going, or Google Shopping for that matter, right, and says, okay, I want, I don't know, a cat dog leash. Sorry, I want a dog leash, okay? And they're searching for a dog leash. Now, you got to make your product stand out, and it is, and I'm not I'm not an expert in Amazon and all that stuff. I'm not going to claim to be, but there's different ways to get your stuff ranked on Amazon to have your stuff appeal on Amazon. Let me just close this shade here because it's a. Uh, there's different ways to get your stuff appeal on, on Amazon and etc. So, but you're still swimming in the sea of other other dog leashes, right? Because someone's searching dog leash, okay? But anyway, that's a different methodology but with with so with advertising you are interrupting them no one that you're you're advertising to went on Facebook went on Pinterest went on went on wherever Instagram YouTube whatever to go shopping that's not what they're there for so the product has to be a lot better it, ha it just has to be much cooler funnier original it's got to be a lot more unique to get them to stop what they were doing, go over and buy from your website. And by the way, it can be done, guys. I've done this since 2012, and I've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of students. I mean, many of them become millionaires, right? It totally can be done. But the point is, it's much more difficult and, and, and because it's a different type of appeal. Um, yes, the cost per conversion is high. Uh, Mitch, why don't you join my course in Mastermind Group and you will learn how to create products that will convert. We have seven hours of training just on product creation and development. Sorry, I dropped the iPad there. All right, any other questions you guys have? And if you're interested in working with me, either my private coaching or joining my Mastermind Group course group, private message me. I'd love to have a conversation with you. Okay, any other questions?
Um, I create my own products, so looking to stay within that. Well, without knowing what your product is, I can't really comment, Mitch, on whether that's something that would convert with ads. Um, you may want to make some tweaks on your product or your offer to make it more appealing. I, I, it's really hard. I mean, I can only talk in generalities because of, uh, um, you know, I don't know what your product is. Um, you can private message me. Maybe we can do a, work out some sort of coaching thing. I can try to give you some advice on that. Okay, it doesn't appear to be any more questions. Guys, we'll see you in the next video. If you're interested in my course of mastermind group or if you're interested in coaching, private message me. We'll see you in the next video.